Welcome to Psychedelicast. Hosted by Clinton Cayley, this show is an interview-based podcast focused on offering listeners in-depth information concerning plant medicines, entheogens, and all subjects tangential to psychedelia. Join us in prying open the third eye. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, multidimensional beings of all shapes and sizes, sorts and kinds. Welcome to a podcast known as Psychedelicast. My name is Clinton Cayley. I am the host of said podcast, which you happen to be listening to right now. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, we're going to do a no trip sitter episode for you today, so you know what that means. If you're if you're a fan of the show, uh, that means you're going to get to listen to me talk my shit without the aid of somebody who actually knows what the fuck they're talking about. Um... This episode is going to be kind of raw, kind of special, and uh, I have a big announcement which I'm going to make at the end after I do the reading, and I'm going to discuss a little bit of what that means to me and what that's going to look like for the show, Um, because the show is me, and the show moves where I move, it goes where I goes, and uh, it does what I does. So, without further ado, let's get our little uh, housekeeping, house cleaning stuff out of the way, we'll jump into our reading, and I'll tell you some big personal news that I have in my life right after these messages. Folks, if you or anyone that you know has any product, project, or creative endeavor that you think would be a good fit to promote via Psychedelicast, please reach out to me or encourage those people that you may know that are involved in those products to reach out to me. Um, We're looking for people like-minded within the community, um, to promote via Psychedelicast. Anything that even remotely relates to psychedelia, the high strange, anything that, that you think would be up our alley, please reach out to me at clintonkaylee at gmail.com or via our social media links at Psychedelicast on all of those. Thanks, guys. We're really looking for people to work with. We'd love to have you uh, promoted via our show. And as you well know, this is the part of the show where we like to grovel and beg for you, the constant listener, to not only listen to and share the show, but also to subscribe to the show, to review the show, to drop us some stars, to share that shit around on social media with your friends, your family, the community at large, people you love, people you hate. Share it with everybody because that helps the show grow. That helps us reach more listeners. That helps more people learn about psychedelia. And that helps me maintain engagement with the show because when you're engaged, I'm engaged. We're all having a good time. We get dope-ass guests on here. We get to talk about cool shit, yada, yada, yada. Beyond that, if you want to check us out on social media, that's the best way to stay up to date with everything that we're doing at Psychedelicast on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow us there. I like to create content via social media and keep the listeners updated about the show. And honestly, Our social media following is quite a bit larger than the uh, statistical following of the show, and that's cool with me. Uh, They both complement one another. Follow us, subscribe on your podcatcher, like and review the show, share with the peeps. Let's do a little psychedelic review. So I'm going to be totally honest with you guys, which I generally try to do to the best of my ability, be honest with you. Um, These... Uh, psychedelic reviews are a bit more 
difficult to come up with than I initially anticipated when I came up with the concept. Um, that's probably because I haven't really been intaking much media lately. I've just I've been busy with this, that, and the third, and I just really haven't been watching or reading or and I listen to the same shit for like ever. So all this stuff that I've already reviewed musically, I still listen to that. And eventually, you know, something else will come up and I'll and I'll throw that out there. But I'm gonna review an actual place or an experience that I had. And I've definitely talked about this place uh on previous episodes of the show. Um Etnicas in Cusco, Peru is an ayahuasca retreat center. It's the place where I the first and only place where I drink ayahuasca. And it was an absolutely beautiful, uh, transformative, life-changing, just mauler of an experience. And I mean that in the best sense possible. Uh, Etnicus uh, offers 40 years experience uh, with ayahuasca retreats, integrating doctors and indigenous shaman from the Andes and Amazon portions of Peru. They operate in an authentic and traditional manner, working with highly experienced plant medicine healers, Onaya from the Shipibo Kanibo tribe of the Amazon, uh, and medicine healers from the Iro tribe of the High Andes Mountains. There are doctors and psychologists on staff 24 hours a day. Uh, they've been operating for 40 years in the same fashion and have a vast amount of over 7,000 satisfied guests coming to the center, and the TripAdvisor uh, has actually TripAdvisor has actually granted them the certificate of excellence over the last six years consecutively, with over 400 five-star reviews. Uh, Etnicus not only offers ayahuasca he- healing ayahuasca ceremonies, uh, they uh, they've created a Human Actions, which is a nonprofit organization. It involves uh, volunteering, working with children that come from the poorest communities in and around Cuzco. Many children are physically and or mentally disadvantaged and or orphaned. Another volunteering experience that they offer uh, involves looking after dogs in a state of physical and emotional uh, neglect. And finally, they also offer uh, they also offer an, uh, an opportunity to work in a local nursing home. Um, so I think it was the day, the rest day... No, yeah, it was the day after the first ayahuasca ceremony is when they went to do uh, when we went to do the human action volunteering thing, and it was actually at a an old folks home there in Peru, um, and it was a really cool experience. Um, I cannot more highly recommend Etnicas as an ayahuasca retreat center for those who may be interested in something less jungly. Um, I wasn't really sure. I really didn't understand that aspect of it. I knew I was going to be in the Andes Mountains, um, but I wasn't really, honestly, I wasn't familiar with the geography and landscape of Peru, so I didn't really understand Iquitos versus Cusco and the Sacred Valley. Um, I quickly came to understand that. It's clear to me now. I know that's a pretty dumb thing to miss, but is what it is. If you're looking for a more mountainy as opposed to jungly experience, if you're just looking for a beautiful ayahuasca retreat where people are going to take really, really good care of you, there's a full medical staff on hand. They're meticulous in their medical screening. Uh, look no further. If you want to be in a very safe, controlled, um, comfortable environment, I cannot more highly rec- recommend Etnicas. It's E-T-N-I-K-A-S. Beautiful, beautiful grounds right there in the heart of the Andes Mountains. Wonderful, uh, wonderful experience for me and everyone who was there. Uh, 
couldn't couldn't say more. And the prices, comparatively, the prices for their retreats are very, very reasonable. I think they even offer a five-day retreat. Pardon me. They actually offer a three-day retreat for, I think, 900 American dollars. And it's uh, two ayahuasca ceremonies. You get a yoga ceremony. You get three vegan meals prepared. It's just amazing. The people are really good. They, they're really passionate about what they do. And they really, really want you to have a fantastic, comfortable, and healing experience. And I certainly did. At Nikas in Cusco, Peru in the Sacred Valley. Go drink ayahuasca there. Let's get into our reading. A Road Less Traveled 2020 has been a gut check year for all of us. At face value, it would seem that this year has taken much from us collectively. Freedom, safety, loved ones, our ideas of the future. It's taken my partner and my best friend away from me. It's taken away my comfort zone. It's taken my dog. I'm being laid off. My father is crippled and my childhood home is on the market. This is how I look at 2020 some days at face value. On those days, I think, okay, I'm over it now. Please take me back to the place where I was comfortable. Please take me back to a life that I was pretty sure of. Take me back to when I could see the future clearly, as if that were ever the case at all. Most of the time, though, I am able to see this all for what it really is. A transitory period. A great turn. A shift in society and in my life. Everything I expected 2020 to be was wrong, but everything is going to be all right. Most of my ties to 2019 have been severed. A new adventure approaches. I have felt these emotions before. I have traversed this kind of change previously, not on such a grand collective or personal scale, albeit. Now, I feel the feelings I remember feeling then. I feel doubtful. I feel unsure. I feel excited. I feel hopeful. Some days I see the world as a dark and fearful place. But not today. Today the world is bright and full of the promise of adventure for the brave. Today I face my fears, my doubts, my insecurities, and I drag them, kicking and screaming, into the light. So that's a short one for us today, guys, and I know that we're only about 12 minutes into the segment, um, but I'm probably going to talk my shit here for a little bit because I have something important to tell you guys. It's important to me, um, and it's a big step in my life, and it's uh, something that I'm battling with, but something that I've already made up my mind to do, and I'm going to go through with it. Um, so in that piece... All those things I said were true. You know, I lost my partner. I lost my best friend. Not lost like she's gone forever, but like we're not together anymore. And I missed that life. And, uh, you know, that's been very painful for me. And if you've listened to this show for any length of time, you've heard me go on and on about that. Um, I'm only about three and a half months out from the end of the relationship with who the person who, that I considered to be the love of my life that I thought I was going to be with forever. So it's still a very raw uh open 
wound in my life and in my heart and it's healing slowly and it's getting better every day and I understand that's part of the process because I've been through this before albeit not to this extent um, but other things are happening in my life right now uh, for instance I'm as I alluded to in the anecdote I'm being laid off from my job uh, my father is in very very poor health um, our relationship has been tumultuous for years and I've been working to mend that but it's a uphill battle and his mental health is declining his physical health is declining I honestly don't know and don't think that my father has much time left on this earth and uh, that's another that's a whole nother podcast or a whole nother a whole nother can of worms to get into because there's a lot of emotions that surround that feelings of guilt feelings of helplessness feelings of anger feelings of frustration um, you know that's just a big ball of emotion um, that I will tap into one of these days when the time is right and it's time for me to uh, write about those things and discuss those things and explore those things uh, I don't feel that <clears throat> right now is necessarily the right time but what I want to talk to you guys about um, is a big choice that I've decided to make and something I've never done in my life before um, I've worked really hard the last well for sure the last seven to eight years particularly in school in my career but even up to that point I worked really hard just to get to the point to get into school so I've been working really hard for a long time I've been playing hard too don't get it wrong don't get it wrong I'm not saying all work and no play but I've been busting my ass in a lot of aspects and there are things in my life that I've always I've always had this wanderlust for this uh, lust for adventure and travel and the open road and other cultures and other ways of life and seeing the world I've always fantasized about that and I've always dreamed about it and I've decided to pull the trigger and take the leap and instead of doing what would normally be very comfortable for me to do which is have all my ducks in a row get another job make sure that I'm financially stable make sure that I am continuing my upward trajectory and dream I've decided to take the path less traveled and make a drastic change in my life and in about two weeks 16 days I booked a one-way ticket a one-way flight down to uh, Cancun Mexico and I basically have decided to slowly make my way southward for as long as I can financially and logistically sustain that um, I've like I said I've been working really hard I've saved up quite a bit of money um, I've sheared my expenses down to as minimal as they can be and I am going to try to traverse by plane train automobile bus bike and boat uh, from Cancun Mexico into the mid regions of southern of South America um, and I'm going to on this journey that I'm about to undertake I'm gonna focus on really getting to know myself through solitude because doubtless it will be quite a lonely um, it'll be quite a lonely undertaking I'm under no illusions uh, I do have romantic delusions of you know being in beautiful tropic loca tropical locales and uh, you know all the things you think about when you travel but you but you're only going for a week and you're coming back home I'm not gonna say that I don't have those delusions 
but I also understand that this is going to be quite possibly a very lonely and self... Um, this is going to be a lonely look at myself, and it's going to be exciting. It's going to be adventurous, and I'm going to do my best to experience all of that and to be okay with all of that and to learn some things about myself through the lens of other cultures and the lens of travel. And uh, to be honest with you guys, I'm pretty fucking scared. Uh, I have a lot of anxiety about it. I have a lot of doubt about it. Um, you know, I'm a very, I'm not a very anxious person, but I keep, I keep my anxiety at bay by understanding what is going to happen next in my world. And as long as I am constantly able to basically foresee the future to an extent, that keeps the, that keeps the feelings of anxiety that I suppress at bay. That allows me to suppress my feelings of anxiety. So to do something like this, which is very tentative, uh, I have a vague plan of what I'm going to do, but I'm really going to play it by ear and kind of fly by the seat of my pants, and I'm going to try to say yes to things that I normally would say no to, and I'm going to try to really dig into myself as I undertake this journey. I'm going to focus a lot on my writing. I'm going to do my best to refrain from posting my blog spot type writings on social media. A good friend of mine whose opinion I greatly respect told me the other night that he felt that utilizing social media platforms to to publish what he considers to be excellent writing as a cheapening mechanism for the writing itself. And I have to say I somewhat agree with him. So I have the idea that maybe I will write about things that I feel inclined to do so during the during my travels and then near the end or afterward go back in retrospect and put those together with a look back and tr try to put together some sort of a manuscript or uh, a memoir of this of this of this journey uh, I'm gonna focus on podcasting um, I won't be having a job unless for some reason I land somewhere that I really, really enjoy and I decide I want to stay a little bit longer and I want to go to work in some aspect in order to maintain a longer term stay there. I'm open to that. Um, but I already have this very like sturdy fear and anxiety about being homesick and lonely Um because I know I will be. I, I get homesick and lonely when I'm away from home for four or five days. It's just who I am. I love my family. I love my comfort zone, though, you know, and this to me is going to be a rattling of my own cage. I want to put myself in a situation that is alien to me, and I want to really try to live, you know, for however long this takes, you know, I may be gone for a month and I may just, maybe I won't be able to take it. Maybe I can't hack it and I'll come home. Maybe I'll make it all the way to Christmas. My idea is to traverse southward until mid-December and come home for Christmas. That's my tentative plan. Um, and I really want to follow that. And I feel a lot of different things about this. I feel a great sense of excitement. I feel a great sense of 
passion to see this world that I've always wanted to see southern uh, uh, you know southern Mexico and Central America and South America from a non-touristy standpoint although I technically will still be a tourist but I'm gonna try my best to live and spend my times doing the things that local people do and to really embroil myself in the culture and to really utilize those cultural experiences that are different than mine to work on myself and look at myself in a different way. So I'm seeing this journey as a very spiritual, very uh, self-help style uh, trip. I'm just... You know, I, it's a big undertaking. For me to do something like this is pretty much totally out of my character. I'll do it for short periods of times, but to say, hey, I'm going to quit my job. Well, I'm getting laid off, but that's beside the point. I, I could get another job here and continue to, you know, go back to renting an apartment and uh, go back to basically the life that I used to live, albeit as a single man. I could do all those things, but something is telling me that now is. I've been, it's like the universe has conspired to put me in this situation. My partner is gone. My job is gone. My place to live as of now is gone. So it's basically like, I can see this one of two ways. Either the world is beating up on me for some reason, which I don't think it is, or the other way I can look at it, which is what I think is happening, is that the universe is giving me an opportunity here to step outside of my normal behaviors and to take a chance on something I've always fantasized about and something I've always wanted to do, but something that scares the living shit out of me. I mean, I'm going to be completely alone in countries I've never been to with lang that speak la a language that I'm not fluent in. Um, and, you know, I think it's going to be a beautiful experience. I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be lonely. I think it's going to be exciting. I think I'm going to meet new people. I'm going to make new friends. I think I, I'm going to have all those experiences and I welcome all those experiences. Um, some of those things are very, very frightening to me. Um, but I know that the greatest lessons I've ever learned have come from facing my fears and stepping outside my comfort zone. And I, th I feel like that's what is happening right now is that something is calling me to let go of the things I'm afraid of and step way outside my comfort zone and do something that I've never done but have always dreamed about. So I'm going to do it. And you know, in my mind, I had always really fantasized about doing this with my, my former partner that somehow we could work remotely and we could go do this together. And uh, so I think about that a lot, you know, that, that kind of, uh, that really has been digging at me lately that I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go through with it. I'm going to do what I always said I was going to do. And because I talked about it to her a lot. And you know, maybe that that might have even been a contributing factor to the downfall of our relationship. I'm sure it was to hear somebody constantly say, you know, that they want to go, they want to venture out, they want something different. I mean, to the person hearing that and not understanding fully, that would seem like that that could seem like you're saying that that person is not enough for you. But in my mind, I always saw us doing it together, having this grand adventure and, and seeing the world together and sharing these experiences. 
but that's not going to happen now. Um, I'm going to do it alone. Like Terrence McKenna says, don't be afraid to go it alone. And I am afraid to, to go it alone, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm going to overcome that fear and it's going to be okay. And I'm going to learn a lot about myself. And uh, I'm going to learn a lot about the world. And I'm really, really, really fucking excited about it. So I'm going to be recording podcasts as I go. I'm taking my, uh, you know, I'm taking my computer with me and I'm going to, I bought a little tiny microphone that I can take with me and I'm literally taking my backpack, my daily use backpack. I'm going to cram as much shit in there as I can and I'm getting on a $100 flight to Cancun and from there I'm taking buses southward. I'm going to ride bikes. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to the next place that I want. And I'm going to take my time and I'm going to be open to adventure and I'm going to be open to whatever comes, you know. I I really want this to be a uh, something that I just allow to unfold naturally. And I'm really looking forward to it. So I know I've jawed a lot on this one, guys. I'm sorry. But uh, this this is a big, this is a huge, I feel like this is a huge uh moment in my life and uh it's just it's big to me and it's on my mind heavy and so once again as i usually tell you guys i appreciate you guys for allowing me to kind of spill my guts on these no trip sitters and share with you my my own personal struggles and triumphs and my life and my hopes and dreams and all that shit Uh, i appreciate you guys listening to these and it means a lot to me to put this out into the ether and know that other people are out there listening and supporting and you know what if even when i do get lonely out there on the road uh i'll i'll know that you guys are there listening and i'll know that i'll i can talk about that here and that you guys will be able to feel that and that i'm not alone and none of us are you're not alone either um so anyways big announcement for me Scary shit, exciting shit. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and these podcasts should get better and better from the road. I, I can't imagine, you know, I'm going to, I can only assume that I'll be having lots of time on my hands to work in creative endeavors. And, uh, you know, I want to do this like I'm envisioning like Hunter S. Thompson style, like Terrence McKenna going to La Chorera. And uh, I'm just thinking like Hunter S. Thompson in the Rum Diary and. I have these possibly aggrandized ideas of what I'm going to do, but I can tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to do my best to be open to experiences. I'm going to drink on the beach. I'm going to walk barefooted in the sand. I'm going to fucking kiss girls that I normally would be afraid to if I get the opportunity, obviously consensual opportunity. I'm going to fucking do the things that I want to do, and I'm going to... I'm going to find medicine stops. I'm going to find ayahuasca to drink. I'm going to find Mexican mushrooms. I'm going to do uh, all the things that an adventure should entail to the best of my ability. And I'm going to have a good time while I'm doing it, and I'm going to feel all the feelings that come with that, be it loneliness, sadness, joy, exuberance, um, doubt, fear, trust, excitement, all that. I'm going to let it all happen, and I'm going to do my best to have a really human and fun and insightful experience. So let's do our quote. We'll talk to you next week, guys. Love you.
And I've just come across an excellent quote that I think fits the vibe of this episode very well. It's from the Buddha himself. It is better to travel well than to arrive. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another No Trip Sitter episode. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for joining us in the attempt to pry open the third eye. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.